big rapid. This might be the biggest rapid I've ever run. House Rock was pretty big too. Welcome to a Tales from the Crypts short. Today I bring on the Gartner boys, Oren and Rowan, to recount their trip down the Grand Canyon, which they finished up in early July. Rowan, at age 10, tied for the youngest known descent of the canyon. But first, a word from our sponsors. Today's episode is sponsored by Four Corners River Sports. To me, Four Corners is exactly what a paddling shop should be. It's staffed with dedicated river people who know the sport inside and out and are all about having fun and getting people outside. Four Corners River Sports is located in Durango, Colorado. They're a full-service paddle sports retail and rental store. If you're looking to get on the water, look no further than Four Corners River Sports. Call them at 970-259-3893 or visit their website at www.riversports.com. This episode is also sponsored by Taylor Barker with the Group Real Estate Steamboat. I've known and paddled with Taylor for years and he brings passion to everything he does. Steamboat Springs is a wonderful town with the Yampa River running right through it and has a vibrant and friendly boating community. If you're thinking of making a move to the Steamboat area or purchasing a vacation home, be sure to get in touch with Taylor. He's happy to give you a lay of the land, the real estate market, and to help find the perfect property for you. You can reach him at 336-314-4353 or by email at taylor at brokerintheboat.com. And you can find those links in the show notes. This podcast is being featured on paddlinglife.com. Paddlinglife.com does a wonderful job of finding all the most interesting happenings in the world of paddling and bringing them straight to you in the form of news, interviews, articles, videos, and more. Check out paddlinglife.com. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to Tales from the Crips. I am back with my old friend Russ Gartner, but nobody wants to hear more from him. So we're bringing in some new blood. And when I say new blood, I mean his two boys, Oren and Rowan, who just got back from a trip down the Grand Canyon. And Rowan, as far as we know, is tied for the youngest known descent of the Grand Canyon at 10 years old. And, and, uh, and Oren made his first descent of the Grand Canyon just a couple of years older. And um, they're probably both already showing up their old man. So let's get into it. Welcome to the show, guys. What's up? How's it going? All right. That's the kind of spirit I like to hear. So Grand Canyon just got off. What was what was the paddling group like? You got invited on a trip with somebody? How many people were in the group? 16 people. Okay, so you had a big group. And what was, were, were there other kids or were you two the only kids there? There were, um, there were other kids. Yeah, I think there was six kids. Oh, okay. So you had a lot of kids on there. Three, four. And ki- kayakers or in the raft? They were in the raft. We were, me, um, me, Oren, and Dad was the only one who were in kayaks. Okay, so it was mainly a rafting trip. Uh-huh. Yes. So that's probably good and that you didn't have to at least carry a lot of gear. What kind oh, of what yeah. kind, 
What kind of kayaks were you in? I was I was in a rip, I was in a small ripper. Rome's in a small antics 2.0, and Dad was in a medium antics 2.0. All right, so you all had half slice boats, so per- yeah. perfect for a run like the Grand Canyon. <laughs> yep. So, what was the flow like on the Grand Canyon? It was it was really high. It was like twenty thousand. It was. Yeah. Golden flows. Golden. Golden flows. All right. And what what's a normal flow? Like when a normal raft trip, what what kind of CFS do they usually have? Like probably half that. Like ten thousand. Yeah, so you're getting almost double what a normal flow is. So big yeah. what was the character of it? What did it feel like compared to stuff you usually paddle? Well it was it was big. The waves were like forty feet tall. super big the swirlies we found some boils that were like as tall as us and then there were whirlpools that would suck our boat down and bring us on our end it was did you get caught did you get caught in some of those oh of course we did (laughs) we really enjoyed them intentionally or accidentally um well some of the times you're like you you stay away from me and then the other times they're just like okay these are fine we don't have to um paddle away from these yeah so how, how many days did it take you to get down there S- well 16 in the park and then we took we did a night float so down from diamond yeah, two more days oh okay so you extended it nice. yeah if you, you want to count if you want to count the night float as a day then it would be two more days after that gotcha and did you have you ever done a trip that long before no, that's the longest trip I've been on the river for. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Were there challenges in being out there that long? How did you feel about it? It was definitely challenging. The thing, the most challenging thing about it was you got to take care of your body a lot. You really do. It's super dry. Your hands go Yeah, I got, I got, I, I don't know what I, what I got on my hands, but it's some kind of bacteria thing, and Good thing we had a pediatrician on there. So we had a doctor boat with two doctors on it. Nice. Mm-hmm. So, so they we took care of you? Did you get some antibiotics? Did you get some antibiotics on the trip then? Of course we did. We had everything we need. We, we got a Amy Jacoby. <laughs> awesome. And a Mindy. <laughs> now you're talking. So tell me about the the hardest rapid that you ran on the run? I think it might be close to um, granite. That was pretty hard. Granite was definitely pretty hard. So describe it to me. Did you get out and take a look at it when you got there? Yes, we did. We um, There was another kayaking group that um, went down before us, and there was they were all going going um, just going down it. They, there was only one person that ran the meat line, he got launched up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't really scout it. There was like one person that was taking pictures on the top of the hill. Okay. Okay. And but you took a good look at it? Definitely. And did you could you tell what the good line was from looking at it or did you get did you get help from yeah, it was, it was, it was I was definitely skeptical because it looked like you had to run the meat line. But then I saw the kayakers go through and said, you're going to have to paddle. And I thought, wow, you're going to have to paddle really hard to kind of skim the edges of the meat. Okay. So you went, you went for the line to get around the, 
the whole wave hole in the middle. And oh, how did, well, yeah. How did, it, how did it go? How did it go once you got in your boat? Or first, were you were you nervous when you got in your boat? I was like, all right, this is a big rapid. This might be the biggest rapid I've ever run. House Rock was pretty big too. You had already run House Rock at that point. Yeah, the House Rock is at the beginning. It's the first okay. large rapid. Okay. I've, I've, never run, like, I've never run the Grand, so I don't know all the all the order. I I was pretty like, wow, this is really big. It was um, fortunate that we didn't have any flips. That was good. No nice. one flipped on granite, but my mom flipped on House Rock. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> she flipped twice in a in a pack raft or in a kayak. Oh, in a raft, in a big raft. She was in bubbles. She flipped the raft. Oh uh-huh. my god! It, yeah, there, she flipped her raft on a wave, not a hole, not anything. A wave. <laughs> that tells you how That's big the waves house. are. Yeah, those waves are like forty feet. Those are like huge. Head on, like right over. <laughs> oh really? Just going up the wave, and she just flipped. Yeah, flip like, backwards. No, no, no all the way back over. Wow. Red flip. That's some power with a with a loaded raft. <laughs> Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and she had to swim through House Rock Hole because <laughs> there were three waves, three huge waves, and then there was a hole coming out of the side of the rock face. She was probably not very happy about that. <laughs> she, she flipped on the first one. Oh, <laughs> she's to swim the rapid. Oh, good thing she's tough, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So tell me about the the scariest part of the trip. Was 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 that it, or were there were there other parts that were scarier? Um, I don't know. That's that that's something that I'll have to think. Hans was a huge rapid at that time. There were three runs, and the third one wasn't very wasn't wasn't cool. There was a right line that went through like a huge hole, and then it went into like all the water was going right. There was the middle line where you had to go through a starter hole to get into the rapids, the part of the middle of the rapid, which is just water going, coming every direction. Like the waves are just shooting up. Like it's the water's all like, where am I going? Which way? This way. I think I want to go this way then. It was, it was um, definitely hard, but I went the left line, which was, kind of the sneak line i mean it was a huge rapid for me that was definitely by far one of the biggest rapids i've ru- i've ran so i think that the well we only ran the middle line and the left line the left line you would for the entrance we call it the entrance rock for the middle you would go right of the entrance rock for the left side you'd go left of the entrance rock and you'd come down and it would be like ripples and holes and then super sloshy water going everywhere like i said was in the middle and then at the end there was just all the water was coming into huge crashing um waves this huge wave train at the end yeah that sounds big was there any point on the trip where you were because this has happened to me before where i've been on a run and i thought am i in over my head should i be here should I, I, I want to go home if I could. Like, was there I, any point I, on there where you were worried that you couldn't do it? At, um, I was, de- I definitely had a moment at Hans because that was the first super large rapid. Crystal was pretty big, but that one was easy to sneak. 
Oren and uh, my dad went down and got the meat. Right down the middle. Tell me about that, Oren. How did it feel going down the middle of that thing? Well, so so at twenty thousand, there's a right right in the middle. There's a there's a like a diagonal crashing wave that would if it crashed on an eighteen foot boat that it's gone. That boat's flipped over. <laughs> so we decided to go go over there. Me, my dad, and so we were, we were going over there, and it crashed right before my dad, and then he and then it formed into a nice wave, and he went over it. And, uh, like I saw, I was I was like pretty far behind dad because when you get on the tongue, you shoot out like a quarter of a mile. Like you, you start going really, really fast. I'm sure. And then, and so then I went over this gigantic wave right after dad had, and I thought it was going to crash on me when I was at the top. Cause like I slowed down a little bit. I thought I was yeah. me back, but it, but it, it, it let me pass, and then the rest was just a wave train. Not, nothing compared to that, that, that crash. Nice. <laughs> so you knew you were golden once you got past that thing? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Anybody, anybody get stuck in a hole or anything like that? No, but we were real, real close to some really big holes. Like, yeah. Like on the, like the ledge hole at Lava, one side, like this, the right side of it was a crashing wave. And so it was kind of hard to actually like get in, into the hole itself. If you, it, it, you'd have to try pretty hard to get into that hole. And then also, um, there's some other gigantic waves just on some like little riffles. There's, there's like these gigantic pour over rocks that went into more, even bigger holes. Yeah. Pour over rocks that went into more pour over rocks. That made huge boils that would easily flip a raft. Sure. Pretty scary stuff if you think about it. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to think too much about that. You want to think positive, right? Okay. Now, Rowan, you're you're as far as as far as I've been told, you're tied with one of Tommy Hillicky's kids as the youngest kid at ten years old yeah. to go down the Grand Canyon. Yeah. How, do, how does that make you feel? Does the rec does the record matter to you? How do you feel about that? Cool. I like. I. I've um, definitely bragged a little bit. <laughs> not, not really bragged. Just told people, "Hey, I'm gonna be the youngest one." But yes, I'm tied with Bodie. Bodie Hillicky. Okay, Bodie Hillicky was the first one to go down at ten. Are you counting the months? Do you know? Do you know who is actually younger by by months and days? I don't. I don't. I don't really care as long as that. <laughs> as long as I know that I am. Definitely close to the youngest one down the Grand Canyon. I just don't have to really look anything up, mostly. Yeah, that's that's pretty amazing. That's pretty cool. And I mean, wow. like, Oren, are you are you angry that you know he's your younger brother and you didn't get the record? Or <laughs> no, I'm, this is cool. <laughs> that's the right attitude. <laughs> do you think Do you think that it matters? What's What's more important, just going down the Grand Canyon? Would you do it? Would you do it if you weren't going to tie Rowan for the record? No, I would always go down the Grand Canyon. Always. The experience itself was worth it. It was definitely worth it, even though I was tiny and scared in those huge 40-foot waves. Talk about Sockdologer. Jesus. That thing was huge. There were 40-foot waves. Easy. <laughs> Easy. 
what would you what would you say to other kids say your age your friends in your in your in your school whatever like would you would you tell them to to get into kayaking or like what do your friends think about this do they know do they know what kayaking is about oh well the thing is is they're the kind of kids that would sit on the couch all 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 day all day if they had no school, they would sit on the couch all day. They might do a little bit of adventuring, like car camping, but they're not, like, adventurous like us. Not not really. Not to be mean, but it's just true. Yeah, and you, th- you think uh, you think your life is, is a better way to live, or how do you feel about that? Do you, do you sometimes wish think, that def- your dad was... I think it's definitely better because I can see that the kids in my class... They're, I mean, they're kind of, they're, um, they're so skinny. I can lift them up. Easy. 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 They're so tiny. Some are up to my chin. They're so tiny. (laughs) Maybe, maybe should you send them to the gym? Would that be better? Or would it be better to get them out kayaking? It'd be better to get them outside and actually doing something. That's the best thing for them. What is it that what is it that makes you feel so good about going outside? Like why is it that what is it about what does it bring to your life going on these adventures with your family versus just staying at home and hanging around? It's like when I go to when I go to one of my friends' house, it smells it just doesn't smell like fresh air and outside. When I go to our house, it smells like victory. It smells like we've done so many things. That we have succeeded. <laughs> That's awesome. How do, how do you feel about it, Oren? Do you do you ever, have you ever felt like like I wish my parents would start stop dragging me around to all these places? Or at at some points, like like I don't I don't I don't like to wake up and then before breakfast go on a hike. I'd rather eat breakfast than go on a hike. I don't know. I just yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes a little bit of laziness kicks in when you wake up in the morning. Yeah. yeah. Get well, I was I when I was on the Grand Canyon, guess what I what else I was famous for? Let's hear it. I was famous for um I I would ask every single J Rig, every single commercial boat that I saw, have any candy? I would ask that. Sometimes <laughs> I would actually get candy. There was one guy, um, he, he, um, his name was R.D., that's what they called him, um, Mr. R.D., and he, I asked him, you got any candy at the helicopter pads where they, where they helicopter the, the, um, Whitmore wash, where they helicopter the people that want to be, um, flo- flown out, mm-hmm. but, um, I asked him, and he was like, sure, Sure, dude. And he gave me a um, he gave me a bag of candy with just bars of candy. And then Whoa. when we passed him again, when we were um, going down to going down at the end of our trip, he um, he had more candy. And I said, "Hi, RD." And he just reached into the cooler right next to his feet and tossed me a bag of candy. And I was like, <laughs> "Thank you so much." You're the best, RD. I hope I hope you shared. Of course I did. There, it was too much candy to eat. Too much, much too much. <laughs> is there is there anything that you wish you brought on the trip besides more candy? 
that you didn't bring? Oh, no, we bring too much candy. But still, <laughs> I was asking for candy anyway. Why not? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. There was, there was definitely a lot of things that didn't, wasn't needed that you could swap out for things that were needed. I don't really know the answer to that question. That'd be, that's kind of hard. That sounds sounds like you're pretty well prepared then if you can't think of anything. Yeah, definitely. So t- so tell me about how you got started kayaking. What's what's the what's your first memory of learning to kayak? I think my first the largest first memory that I have of kayaking was when my dad bring me down Westwater. That's the okay. that's the first biggest canyon I've probably been down in a kayak. But well, sure- my first um kayaking experience on a big river is cataract canyon in the green but you had surely practiced a lot before that because those are not not really no no i didn't have my role before that so i was going down cataract canyon swimming and then the first time i went to costa rica i didn't have my role and i flit i was i was in a playboat which playboats are super tippy super tippy and i was I, I flipped in every single rapid and swam. I wasn't very good. That was just three years ago. Three. <laughs> so I I um I learned my role at that in that same um period of time where I in, in had Costa time. in Costa Rica is where you learned where Costa you figured out the role. Yeah, right out of our um, friend's backyard and right out of our backyard too. Yeah. And it was it's pretty fun down there, definitely. Yeah, warm, warm I, I, air, warm water. That's a good place to learn, huh? Yeah, for the people who listen, listening, buckle up. And I think that you guys should come down and see Sarah Piqui down in Costa Rica. <laughs> we for you guys. You definitely have some experience. That's some good advice. That's a gem of a, a river. And what a place to learn, too, huh? Yeah, it's a pretty good place to learn. It's, it's pretty much bath water down there. It feels like bath water. It might be a little bit cold at first, but to us in, in Durango, the, oh my gosh, the, um, the water's like 40 degrees. There, it's like 70. It's like bath water. Yeah, nice awesome. day. <laughs> and did you get frustrated during that period where you were swimming all the time and couldn't roll? Um, well, uh, not really. I was just scared to go down this rapid because I had a feeling that I was going to flip and swim. Yeah, that's a bad feeling, right? When you feel like yeah. any time you flip, you're going to swim. Like, and was yeah. it? And at, at that point, I assume Oren had a role, right? Was it frustrating to be the only one that wasn't wasn't able to deal with that? Uh, I don't know, a little bit, a little bit, because like for a while, well, at, what, at one point he did get his role for a while, and then and then there's this one rapid that he just kept flipping on every single time he went down. It was like he just kept having to rescue him every time he went yeah. down. So did you ever feel like quitting either of you? No. Not really. No. That's I great. I wanted to um, keep going and be like, my dad really wants me to do this, so I better make it something that I love because this is not going to be fun if I don't. Oh, interesting. So the pressure of the family all doing it was, was part of what kept you going, huh? Kind of. Well, that was kind of what was going out down in my mind. Then I was like, let's just let's just learn how to kayak so I don't have to think of this all the time. So I learned how to kayak and I suggest you two 
you to learn how to kayak too. You get to go places that normally you wouldn't be able to go. And in a in a um, in a trip in a, pr a private trip, that's what you want to do instead of paying money to go down a commercial trip. Yeah, well, I think you're preaching to the choir to a lot of people listening to this podcast because they're mostly whitewater lovers. But it's a it's a cool thing to see how you guys have been able to bring it together as a family because uh, a lot of people once they have kids. They feel like they can't get a, get out and do adventures anymore, but uh, your family's kind of turned it on its head and said, like, we're bringing the kids along on all the adventures we're doing. Yeah, it's going to be like, what it's like is they're like, okay, wait, so we have kids now, and we, I don't know if we want to keep adventuring, and then they're like, oh, let's just adventure more, because that's what they did. They just started adventuring more with us. Yeah, and it sounds like you're thankful for it too, huh? Because we have a lot of, a lot more experience than we normally would have. Yeah, such a rich experience to go to all these places. And where are you headed next? Um, the Ottawa. Yeah, Oren's heading to an to the Ottawa, and I'm heading to um canoe camp. Oh, awesome! So can you can you camp on the Ottawa, or is it on some adjacent river? No, it's um, not on a river. It's in Georgian Bay area. Okay, so you're going to be doing some some kind of lake exploring on yeah. On a canoe. That's and we awesome. might we might take a bus with with some um, canoes and go down, have some fun in a river. I don't know. I don't really know. It's my first time going to all this kinds place. of opportunities. Well, that's cool, guys. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for thanks for sharing all your experiences with me and, and everybody else listening. And is there anything else you want to add? Any advice you would give to any parent or kids who are thinking about getting into the same kind of adventures you just did? Well, yeah. I would definitely have some advice for the parents that are anxious to bring down bring their kids down rivers that are pretty hard. Make sure that if the if your kid does not want to, you know, run the rapid, make sure that they can you can try and convince them or so they can hop on like a raft or something and just not do the rapid. Okay. So put put a little pressure on the kid but give him an out too. Yeah, just give him give him somewhere to go if he does not if, if it's too he, much. He doesn't it does not think he can do it. Gotcha. There's also, on a, on a river trip, you don't have to just kayak. You can also just go for, like, a hike and see cool things and take a break from kayaking. And on the Great Canyon, we, were, we, we went for a hike, and then we rappelled down a canyon, went hiked above the canyon, and then went down into, like, a slot. Very mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, that's a, good, that's a good point. That the It's not all just about the kayaking. It's about where the kayaking can take you and what else you can see when you're there, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Very cool, guys. Well, thanks so much for, for joining me today. And it's exciting to hear like perspective of the next generation. I'm excited to see where you guys go with your kayaking and with your exploration. Uh -huh. Yeah. All right. Keep your, keep your dad in line. Keep him out of trouble. He's the one I'm mostly worried about. 